Yo, yo. Hey, how's it going? How's the audio? How we doing? Hey, audio's good. Remember, do not disturb my man. Oh, um, yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's on. Yeah, it's on, man. We're good. Okay. <laughs> we did it. We did it. There we go. Yeah, your audio's good. Not bad. Okay, sweet. Sounds a little better than a phone call. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, folks, we made it. You have you have joined me on this podcasting journey. This is episode seven. Not only is this episode seven, but this is a finale. I remember sitting here in the same room about a month and a half ago, almost two months ago, on May 7th, recording my first episode. And when I think about that, we've I, I've come such a far away since then. Having a new guest every episode, a new topic every episode, a new message every episode. People reaching out to me saying, hey, how can I start a podcast? I, I'm just appalled and very happy how this process has gone but we're like I said before we're on the finale episode and I want to say that today's guest is not an average teenager teenager or normal teenager his name is Gabe Wells he is an author uh he is a uh, trainer and he is TikTok famous uh without further ado welcome to the uh Finale episode of the Sammy Hour, Gabe Wells. Thank you so much, man. It's, on, it's honestly a uh, huge honor. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I'll just say that it's an honor that, that you decided to join. Like, it, 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 to be honest, folks, if you're wondering, in order in order for this guy to get an episode, I, I was on TikTok one day, and I came across his, his TikTok videos on my For You page. And I was like, oh, this guy's videos are kind of funny. I forget what video I saw, but it was a funny one. And then I press, I go in your bio and I was like, you know, I'm just going to follow this guy. But on, on your bio, it said, you're answering all DMs on Instagram. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give this sh- a shot. So I go to Instagram. I follow you. I send you a message. Hey, hey, check out my podcast. And like less than 20 minutes later, you got back to me. And I was like, what the heck? Is, is this real? <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I mean, I try to always answer, especially when people like go out of their way to, you know, go from TikTok to my Instagram. <laughs> and then, you know, they message me. It's like, of course, I'm going to answer to that. I mean, especially, if, you know, following me, like, I appreciate the support so much. Answering a simple message is, like, really the least I can do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, wow, a guy with 10K followers got back to me that fast. I'm like, what, what are these celebrities doing that I'm DMing and they're not getting back to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, finale episode. Can't believe how far we come. Season one has been spectacular. It's been amazing. But most importantly, it's been a journey where I've grown and I've learned a lot about podcasting and just people in general. Uh, but today's topic for the finale is going to be um, aspirations, chasing your aspirations, and just, you know, going for your goals, accomplishing your goals. And Gabe Wells, I'm sure you know uh, one or two things about that. Oh, yeah, man. I've It's been an interesting three years for me, you know. It's been a good mm-hmm. ride. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, folks, he is actually starting his own training program. So uh, there's not many. You, you're 16, by the way, right? Yeah, I'm 16. Right. Okay. There's not many 16 year olds who have started their own training program. And when I think about that, I'm like, whoa, this, this guy, this guy's different. He's not like the average 16, 17 year old. So uh, what was that journey like starting your own training program and getting to the fitness world? Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty interesting because, um, you know, after I lost the 80 pounds in a year, 
Uh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Honestly, thank you so much. But after I ended up yeah. losing all that weight, a lot of the kids at school, you know, and my family members and just people I knew, they actually were asking me like, yo, how did you do this? And it was like, mm-hmm. because I mean, like 80 pounds in a year, like, you know, people, people lose 20 pounds in like three months. So when you think about 80 pounds yeah. in a year, it's like, it's a lot. And people were asking me how I did it. And um, I kind of crafted a new approach. <clears throat> I kind of crafted a new approach to you know, losing weight and even building muscle and just fitness in general in a way that makes it sustainable for people. And um, I actually started, you know, giving different, you know, friends and classmates and classmates, parents and a bunch of people advice. And then recently, actually, people were like, you know, you need to start charging people for this because this information is so valuable. So then I went back and then I got my personal training certification. And then after that is when my business climb the mountain training really started to take off. And then, you know, I was getting clients on a consistent basis and um, it's really just all how it fell, fell into place for me. And then obviously social media was a huge part of that. And that opened me up, you know, mm-hmm. opened up so many doors for me. So I've been really blessed along this whole journey. Wow, that, that's crazy. So wh- what was it like? You woke up one day and you're like, I don't like looking like Nacho Libre. Right? <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, you're I'm, just, I'm just saying that's just a joke. But what'd you say? Like, oh, I don't like looking like Nacho Libre. I want to be fit, you know, is that, is that what that was like? Or well, how was that like? It was basically, I was, so I actually had a baseball coach um, in seventh mm-hmm. grade that cared about his players a lot. And he was actually telling, he, he made like a little challenge for me in seventh grade. And by the way, I didn't end up losing weight until um, my eighth grade year. So a year before all this whole journey in seventh grade, mm-hmm. he made a challenge for me who was going to lose 20 pounds faster and weight loss wasn't Ooh. really in. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. And weight loss wasn't really in my mind. Um, mm-hmm you know, until that point. And, you know, I lost like 10 pounds and I was like going good with it. And then I kind of just fell off the wagon a little bit and then he won the challenge. And then, you know, it kind of just put me down. And then over the next year, um, I was just really, really insecure. And the only way that I coped with that was just eating more, you know? So then that kind of made me gain more weight. And then, um, yeah, it was just, I woke up one day and I was like, no, I was 240 pounds and, you know, okay. you know over Christmas break <laughs> in my eighth grade year, this was, I was 14 at this time. So, okay. Um, so you were obese for your age. Yeah, no, age. I was, yeah, no, I was classified as obese. And then like, mm-hmm. I knew I was overweight and I just, like I said, I lacked the confidence and I was just like, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm, I'm the only one that can take control of my life. And if I want to change, then I need to do that. Nobody else is going to do it for me. So it was just making that decision. So it was more of a confidence thing where you're like, okay, I don't have much confidence because I'm chubby. There's a lot of other people skinnier than me. And quite frankly, there's not many obese people or chubby people at 14. Usually teenagers don't really struggle with that. That's you, you more struggle with weight when you get older, like 30s, 40s. Yeah. And yeah. No, it's completely true. I mean, I was uh-huh. especially like a, I played baseball, like I said, and um, all my friends were always like really active. They were all in really good shape. And it was just like, mm-hmm. I kind of... Um, I noticed that they were in better shape than me. And obviously that added to my insecurity. And right. I just knew that I finally had to take control. And it was just making that mental switch of understanding and realizing that I was the only one that was going to be able to do that. And once I understood mm-hmm. that and kind of was able to take control of the you know health aspect of my life, everything else kind of fell into place. And that's what I love so much about fitness is that I believe that if you are able to you know kind of grasp one aspect of your life, then you are able to take control of everything else. Yeah, that's very true. I, for episode two, that's, that's kind of like the thing we talked about is when you're motivated physically and you start working out, you get in great shape. You're like, you know what? I can do more. I'm going to accomplish more because you're, you feel better about yourself when you're healthy. You know, let's say you're, you're in shape. You can run three miles 
with a great amount of time or you can swim in a good amount of time or weightlift a lot, it, it's going to add a confidence booster. It's kind of, it's going to add momentum to give you more confidence. And you're going to be like, you know what? I can accomplish more. I'm going to do more. So is that why you, you started pursuing new things? Like when you started fitness, you, you started feeling good about yourself, you started losing weight. You're like, okay, I want to become an author now. Oh yeah. Or I want to become a TikToker now. How was that like? It was just, it was really, um, you know, before that I really hadn't accomplished much. And then once I accomplished my whole weight loss journey, and I mean, like I said, I was 240 pounds. I got down to 160 mm-hmm. and my goal was 80 pounds. So I really accomplished my goal. Um, oh, one second. Um, how much do you weigh now? Right now I'm still around like 160, 155. I kind of just, I put on some more muscle and then I cut down like mm-hmm. 10 pounds again. So I kind of like fluctuate in between 155 and 160. Okay. How tall are you? If you don't mind asking. I'm five, nine. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so what are you a second baseman shortstop? No, I'm actually a pitcher. Okay. All right. Yeah. Respect. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I used to be a pitcher back in the day, but yeah, anyway, carry oh, that's on. cool. What was the question again? I totally forgot. What... <laughs> uh, I was saying that like, when you start getting in shape, it lets you get more confidence to try new aspects. So is that when you start getting in shape, is that why you started pursuing like becoming an author? Oh yeah. TikToker. Yeah things like that. Yeah. It kind of, it was a mindset transition for me. And it was like, once I realized that, Hey, like this big thing going through this weight loss journey, like it's something that is completely life-changing. And that's why, you know, some people say they're going to do it, but then they never even end up doing it. And it's, it's a huge thing. And once I was able to do that, even at such a young age, I was like, you know what, there's really nothing I can't do. So then I, every time that, you know, I have a new business idea or I have, you know, an idea for a new book or even TikTok. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make some TikTok <laughs> videos. And they ended up, you know, going viral. It was like, I, I have this mindset now where it's like, if I want something, the only thing that's holding me back is my mind. And once I'm able to take control of that, then there's nothing that I can't accomplish. Wow. that That's a great message to, to share towards a lot of people. Because I know when quarantine happened, it, a lot of people's morales, you know, got down you know, because you can't, you, gyms were closed, you couldn't hang out with your friends, you couldn't see your family, you couldn't travel. So a lot was like, a lot of people were like, yo, life sucks, it's boring. Yeah. But, and that's kind of how I was for a bit. But then I started saying, you know what, I'm going to start working out at home, and I'm going to start running. That's what I started doing. And then actually, I got the idea for podcasting when I was running, and I started biking. So that's crazy. And I, or it's crazy. And it's also relatable to me how I mean, pursue fitness and new aspects of fitness, you get new ideas, new business ideas, new creative ideas. And that leads you to this. It's true. It's really true. I mean, I also applaud mm-hmm. you. I applaud you for starting the podcast and everything like that um, during the quarantine. Thank you. Like, for me, that was, um, I actually, the first two weeks of quarantine, I really struggled because I lacked motivation. Yeah. I lacked motivation a lot. And mm-hmm. um, it kind of just, I kind of had to make another mindset transition of like, Hey, at the end of the day, this, even though this whole quarantine thing sucks, it's still time that is in our lives. And I was like, and what we choose to do yes. with that is completely up to us. And once oh, I was so able, true. Yeah. And once I was able to grasp that concept, I was like, you know what, even though this sucks and I miss my friends and I miss hanging out with, you know, my cousins and my family and all this stuff, it's like the one gift is that I have time to go out and do other things that I didn't have time to do before because between baseball school, you know, the business I was running, it's like, I've actually started new businesses over this time that, wow. yeah. So it's been, it's, um, it was really just looking at the positive factor about it and being able to, you know, focus on that. Yeah. As my dad says, you know, some doors shut in life, but that means other doors are going to open. Meaning once something's in, there's always a new opportunity to be shown. Oh yeah. I love that. That's and, and to pursue. Yeah, totally. You're right. Yeah. Well, I, he says something along the lines of that. I don't, I didn't say it verbatim, but <laughs> no, that's, I love that saying it's really, yeah, no, that's really true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. So 
mainly we've been talking about weight loss so far. It this can get is kind of personal, but why you know, uh, lack of better words, but why did you get so uh, chubby at such a young age? Like, did you have an eating problem when you were younger, or did you, did you like the sweets like I do? Um, well, no, I, <laughs> I mean, like the sodas. To be, to be honest, it's it was one of those things where. In, you know, in America, we are surrounded by food and food is a we very are. big part of our culture. You know, we have, um, you think about a social engagement with somebody is typically, hey, let's go out to dinner. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're surrounded by food all the time and you're often not even surrounded by healthy options. And then the options that are healthy normally don't taste as good as the options that aren't healthy. And it was one of those things where it's like, I wasn't knowledgeable. So I just ate whatever I wanted to and whatever tasted good. And uh, it just, it was one of those things I didn't really care until I looked in the mirror one day and I was like, no, this isn't me. I can't, I don't want to live like this. So Mm -hmm. it was just a lack of caring and a lack of understanding really. That's all it was. Right. So you, you acquired motivation at like 14 when when you decided to start losing weight. How did you acquire motive or you, did you acquire motivation during quarantine to say, Hey, there's new opportunities. Let me pursue those. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I would say that I acquired motivation. It was, it was actually quite interesting because I was scrolling through Instagram one day and this was like, you know, two mm-hmm. weeks after the whole thing started. And then I saw somebody and they actually got, do you know what affiliate marketing is? Uh, in a sense. So it's basically you just educate the listeners. Yeah. So affiliate marketing is basically, it's a, yeah. uh, it's a thing that a lot of social media influencers do. And if you see somebody right. that is promoting a product and they have like a special link, well, the business, whenever they make a sale using that link, then they will give the influencer a small commission. So I saw somebody make okay. a, yeah. So it's a pretty basic concept. It's a, like huge right yeah. now with social media influencers, but mm-hmm. I saw an Instagram post about it and how much money this guy made. And I was like, you know, I heard the term go around and I was like, well, I kind of want to get into this. And um, I just hadn't really had the time to actually focus on it before And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to dive into this a little bit and see what it's all about. I started to make some money with that. And that kind of opened up more doors for me. And then Mm -hmm. uh, my TikTok started to grow. I started to really focus on, you know, social media and how to grow up social medias and get your name out there more, uh, which translated into more success with my businesses. And um, it's just, it's a spiral, you know, it's spiraling. Like, that's really just what Mm -hmm. it is. It's like, once you get the wheel turning, it's really difficult to get it to stop. Yeah. As my dad always said, sky's the limit with anything. Oh yeah, Totally. So you had fitness. Okay, cool. You get jacked, but Hey, maybe there's new business opportunities to have. Totally. That's exactly what you did. Now, how many businesses do you have and what, and what, you know, what, what does each business do? So right now I have four main businesses that I would call, you know, businesses. Um, mm-hmm. And then I currently have one side hustle as well. I, I don't, I don't consider okay. it a business because it's not really um, it's more of like a little bit of money here and there. It's not consistent. Yeah. So yeah. obviously my main business would be my personal training business. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we've already talked about that. But my secondary business would be my social media accounts because I didn't know this, but being a social media influencer, there's a lot of opportunities to make money. People will pay, right. you know, they'll pay for shout outs. They'll pay for different things. They'll pay for advice on how to grow their social media. They'll pay for um, a bunch of different things. And that's really, you know, it was completely eye opening to me because I didn't even know that it existed. I thought people that had followers, it's just an ego booster. Like, cool, you have followers, but um, <laughs> like, like a Charlie D'Amelio. Exactly, but no, people are making <laughs> people are making a lot of money from this because there's so many opportunities out there with it. And like, what kind of opportunities um, besides to make money, of course? Well, I mean, it's I meant like making money with like you can turn it into a career. 
because okay yeah okay. so you can yeah. have like different brand deals um you can charge for shout outs you can charge for like advice like there's a lot of people out there who really want to become influencers but they don't even know where to start so they will pay you for like i don't know like if um i actually had an offer for somebody to pay me for an hour facetime call and i was like wow. and that was like really surprising for me they're like hey what are your rates for an hour and i was like wait this is a thing like you're gonna pay me for this <laughs> and i mean for me like i just knew the tiktok algorithm and how to grow on tiktok you know like the back of my hand like i didn't really plan on sharing that with anybody but yeah. I was like, if this is actually something that people will pay me for, it's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, there's so many opportunities. So my social media accounts and like promoting different products and shout outs and everything like that. That's my second business. Um, my third mm-hmm. business would obviously be my books. Um, okay. And those are my main book right now, Personal Growth uh, by Gabriel Wells. It's basically my entire story. It's on Amazon right now. And that I think I'm gonna buy that. No joke. I have you. a long flight coming up in a couple of days. Oh, sweet! Thank you, man. It's really yeah. the thing I like about that book is that it's very. Um, it's not big too. It's pretty small, and a lot of people read okay. it in like, you know, two to three hours because I want it to be quick motivation for people. I don't want people to you know take days and like forget what was at the beginning once they get to the end. So that's a really smart idea. How to how to craft that? Wow. Oh, totally. Cool. And I mean, yeah. yeah, and like, thank you. And I also realized the attention span of people is really, you know, small nowadays. So if you can't mm-hmm. grasp their attention in the first, you know, 10 pages, and they're just gonna throw it aside. And I was yeah, like, that's exactly I'm with every school book. And I'm like, hey, uh, where are the clip notes? Yeah, I know. Exactly. So <laughs> no, exactly. So I mean, I was like, I'm gonna go for a kind of a different approach. And I'm gonna make these shorter books that are like, I think it's like 60 pages. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna make these shorter books, it's gonna be straight to the point, it's gonna grab your attention on the first page. And then it's gonna, you know, it's not really going to have any blah, blah type of stuff. It's just straight to the point. So my, yeah. So my books is my second one or my third one, my bad. And then my fourth mm-hmm. one would actually be um, e-commerce. I actually own, you know, do you okay. know what e-commerce is? It's like, I own some online. It's like, it's like trading online, right? It's basically, um, there's a, they call it drop shipping, which is where, yeah. Yeah. So that's what my uncle does. Yeah. Yeah. So drop shipping is a very popular business model nowadays. It's where you get it, especially for teenagers. Oh, especially for teenagers, because you figure you don't have to handle any inventory. You don't have to, all you have to do is advertise <laughs> it. And I mean, advertising is pretty simple for a teenager that grew, grew up in social media, you know, in this day and age. So <laughs> very true. Yeah. So that's my third one. And then my kind of like side hustle one would be the affiliate marketing thing I was talking about because it's not really as consistent as um the other four but it still brings me in some money every now and then but it's okay. not something that i you know rely on so wow are you making six figures right now or no no oh I'm no i'm not i'm not at six figures yet but you know hopefully pretty soon you man. probably will be in a couple of years i hope keep so. this, this gig up or your motivation going which i don't think is a problem for you oh well, thank you man i appreciate that now i always have faithful supporters on this podcast who listen to the entire episodes um, would you just want to shout out your books really quick so yes. they can know what those are? Yes, of course. So my main book is on Amazon right now and it's called personal growth. Um, okay. It's a, uh, just look up personal growth by Gabriel Wells and it'll come up on Amazon. Uh, my next book is actually launching here within the next month. Um, obviously wow. the whole publishing process is it's not really like an overnight thing. So I have a few yeah. books written, but you know, the publishing process takes a long time. So we're going to grow up. Um, my next two books here before you know the year ends and then that'll be yes sir you know finish up there and then um kind of get going with whatever the plan is from there but right now personal growth it's my story of how i was able to change my life um i go really in depth and everything in there and i even talk about some things that i've never told anybody before i put it in the book so it was really wow yeah it was pretty vulnerable when i put that out there and a lot of i got a lot of phone calls uh when my family read it because they were like hey how come we didn't know about that this how come we didn't hear about this and i was like well 
I, you know, I was kind of ashamed of it. So um, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a weak point for me, but I feel like it was necessary to put that in the book because it added to my story and it really gave people the full picture. So, well, I'll definitely be checking it out, Mr. Wells. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, and so you've, 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 uh, excuse me, wrote one book as of now and you're, you're going, you're working on your second one. Is that right? Yeah. So my second one is almost fully written. Um, it's in the editing and publishing process right now. Okay. And how is that? How's the process of writing a book? Cause I'm, I'm kind of interested in doing that one day. So yeah. So writing a book, it's a lot easier nowadays than it is in, um, than it was, you know, before, because you had like to send it into a publishing company and all that stuff. Yeah. My books are self-published, <clears throat> so I don't go through that hassle because it's not really necessary. Um, so obviously you need to have the idea for the book. You need to have an outline. And then what you need to do is there's two ways to do it. So what I do is I write my books personally because like get on the computer and then I type them out because I want it to be in kind of like my voice. But what a lot of these other right. people's, a lot of these other people are doing, they're actually hiring ghostwriters and these ghostwriters, oh, they give yeah, them like, I know a, that. yeah. And they'll like film a like Cardi B. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll give they'll film a, yeah, they'll film a video like you know, um, like an hour long video on their phone, just of them talking, and then they'll send the video to the ghostwriters, and then the ghostwriters will like transcribe it into a book, and then they'll edit it and do all this stuff. I don't personally like that route because I want my books to be in my voice. And one of the greatest compliments that I've ever received from somebody that's read my book is like, "Hey, as I was reading it, I heard you talking, you know, with the words," and I was like. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I want. I want it to come across as more of a speech, not like a book um, as people are reading it. So that's, that's what I do. You, you write it down. And then after that, the publishing process and editing, obviously um, I would recommend hiring an editor or if you know somebody in your family that's really good with writing, you can do, uh, do it with them. And editing is pretty much grammatical stuff, um, you know, sentence structure, basically, you know, the basic stuff. It's like, it's like an essay in school. So yeah, it, that's exactly what I was about to say. It's like, oh, it's like I'm in uh, AP Lang and they tell me to write an essay. No, exactly. Except the really stressful part about it is that it's like writing an essay in school, but like it has to be an A plus, you know? So yeah, that's, the, that's very true. Yeah. So it's really difficult, but um, you know, the editing process is pretty simple and straightforward, but then the publishing process, um, what I, a bit. yeah, no, that, that's a struggle because you have to get an ISBN, which is basically, um, you know, like the barcodes on the back of books. I do. Yeah. So you have to get it registered with the United States Copywritten Agency. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to get the copyright stuff, you know, all finalized for the book so that it's your property and nobody can steal it. And yeah. that's kind of difficult. Um, and then publishing it and getting it printed and then sending it into like Amazon or like, you know, whatever marketplace you choose to sell it on. Um, it kind of takes a, a little while. But right. And uh, obviously, I said in the beginning of the episode, you're a certified personal trainer. How, how does one become a uh, certified trainer? So becoming a certified personal trainer is actually pretty that, – that one's actually pretty easy because I literally just looked up on Google. I was like, how to become a certified personal <laughs> trainer? And, dude, yeah. that's the thing is in today's society – this is a little bit going off on a tangent. But in today's society, one thing that I have noticed as a teenage entrepreneur is I like to outsource yeah, sir. I like to outsource all of my work. You know, So I like to uh-huh. open up my free time to focus on new businesses and new opportunities and everything like this and just, you know, hire out other people to do the tedious stuff. And something that I've noticed is that a lot of times not many people actually know how to do something when they start along a project because we have the internet and Google and YouTube as a resource for us. Right. That was, yeah, that was me with podcast. Exactly. I don't really know what to do, but Hey, I, I, I I gave it a shot and now look at it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm right here right now with Gabe Wells. Yeah, exactly, man. So you don't, (laughs) so that's what I'm saying is you don't really need to know how to, you don't need to be an expert on something to get going with it. So I just look up on Google. 
I was like, how to become a certified personal trainer. And then I think I clicked on, I clicked on an article or something. And then it was one of the ads on the side was like, take a personal training test, to become a certified personal trainer. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going oh, to click on the ad. I got really lucky. So um, I clicked on it. And then, you know, obviously you had to take like the online courses and then I think it was like 200 bucks for me or something like that. And then you got to take a test okay. and do all this stuff. Um, it's basically just like, I would compare it to like an online college class. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, not at all. Right. I mean, it was, it, I think for me, it took me like three months, but I also didn't work on it every day either. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, people, I think people can easily get it done sooner than that if they really like allocate a lot of time towards it. But um, I just spread it out over like three months. Yeah. And then, so from there you started uh, your own training and fitness program called a uh, CTM training. Yeah. Otherwise known as climb the mountain training. So give us a little synopsis of what you do with that. And I just want to let the, the folks know in the audience know that unfortunately Gabe Wells resides in the San Diego area. So I don't know if he can train you guys all the way four hours away from Bakersfield. <laughs> well, I can do, dude, I'm actually opening up my, uh, like a one-on-one, um, online, you know, mentoring oh, program. so we'll be able to like, I'll write up individualized programs for people based on their strengths and their weaknesses. And then, um, mm-hmm. this is going to be opening up soon. I'm going to write up custom meal plans and all this stuff. And like I said, I take a different approach to fitness. Uh, my main mm-hmm. priority is sustainability because that was something that I realized with a lot of people is when you're in a fitness journey, you know, sustainability is one of the hardest things. And it's, that's true. Endurance. Endurance. Yeah, I know. It's really tough. So um, like when we get to the end of the school year, we just want to give up. We're like, Oh, oh exactly. when, when is it May? When exactly. is it June? And what I found is it's, it's less about developing your self-discipline along your journey. It's less about that as much as it is just making the process as easy as possible. And that's why my clients, mm-hmm. that's why my clients get absolutely insane results is because I make the process so easy for them. Like I believe in flexible dieting and like the approach that we take is like, Hey, if you want to eat a cheeseburger, then you can eat a (laughs) cheeseburger as long as you fit it into your daily calorie intake. And I mean, we have different formulas that we use to calculate your calorie intake. But um, I found that when you can allow people to eat the food that they want along their journey and still get the results that they, um, you know, wanted, then that'll really allow them to stay consistent. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, I'm just gonna give you a quick shout out here. Um, Climb the mountain training um, on Instagram. I think it's CTM training. I believe it's if I'm C- not yeah, CTM training 2020 CTM training 2020. Please check that out. DM Gabe Wells. He'll get back to you. He got back to me. That's how I'm sitting here right now yeah. doing a finale episode with him. Um, but yeah, folks, give it a shot. Just it's good to take chances in life because as uh, a lot of, I forget who says it, but I, I'm sure a lot of successful people say this and, and successful entrepreneurs say that if you didn't, if you don't take a shot, you already failed. If you didn't take that chance, you failed because exactly. you never know what kind of success you had. Like for instance, I had the idea to start a podcast in April. I didn't really pursue it until May. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record the demo episode with my dad. Yes, the quality wasn't the best. Yes, it was kind of rushed. But hey, I, I went through it. I fell in love with podcasting. I love talking to people, love getting engaged with what they do. And that's how we've made it all the way to season one. Perfect. I mean, that's, I applaud you for that, man. I applaud you for going after it. Mm-hmm. I, I just realized I right appreciate now, it, man. of course, I just realized right now, I didn't even answer your question. I totally went off on a tangent um, about CTM training and how it got started. So <laughs> I'll answer that one right now. Um, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So basically this, I actually started and, you know, came up with the name CTM training, climb the mountain is the name about it is like, I view obstacles in our life as a mountain and it's difficult to climb a mountain, but the view from the top is always worth it. So you got to climb oh, the mountain. So climb that's the mountain. money. Yeah. So it's like climb the that's mountain. That's a money thing. <laughs> thank, thank you so much, man. But um, uh-huh. 
So I came up with the idea in April. And what I started doing was I was like, I had my website and everything in my website. It kind of just had like my story and this and that. And I started posting YouTube videos and um, just giving different fitness tips. I didn't really sell anything. And then we launched our first um, like clothing line attached to it mm -hmm. in June of last year. Okay. So it's actually been a year. So it's yeah. June of last year. Um, I made some clothing wow. sales to friends and family. And then I actually got to a point to where school and baseball got really heavy. And then it was just like, I kind of just let it go in the back of my mind. And then I woke up one day and then I was like, I had that mental, you know, the mental click again. And then I was <laughs> like, no, I really want, I really want this to take off. So then I was like, I need to go back and get my personal training certification. And I need to make this what I want it to be. And then um, I got my certification. I started, you know, making up programs and, you know, putting everything into place. And then um, I told my friends, I was like, hey, you guys can try out these programs for free. I want, you know, I want to know what you guys think. And I kind of personal trained them like one-on-one -on -one for free just to get their results from it. My mom was a perfect example. I've been training my mom for around like, I think eight months, about a year now. And wow. she's actually lost 70 pounds. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So this message. Congratulations. Oh, thank well. you. Yeah, no, thank you. She's really, she's killing it. So, um, mm -hmm. and then my friend, I, cause you know, I had me and my mom, we were both in the weight loss kind of area, but my friend, he actually was really skinny and he wanted to gain muscle. Mm -hmm. So that was a kind of a different angle to take from me. And I, um, he actually gained 35 pounds of muscle in like four months, which is what honestly, that's like putting up those numbers is insane. And his bench press went I, from like just the bar to, I think 185 or 175. I don't remember. I got to double check with him. Um, wow, I thought time. gaining 15, 15 pounds of muscle in three months was good. That's what I did. But dang, 35 pounds? Dude, he, I, he absolutely wow. killed it. And that's why I when, I when I got in these testimonials and, like, they kept coming in from all my friends, I was like, wow, like, this is – this method works. Like, this isn't, you know um, – in the fitness industry, a huge problem that the world has right now is that you have, like, the supplement industry and then you also have, like, different fitness influencers and there's so many different angles mm -hmm. to the fitness industry. And the one thing that they all have in common – is that they are, they are all trying to sell you something. But you need to understand with fitness is that it all comes back down to the basics. And like, you know, if you look at a picture of like a caveman, you know, <laughs> some of those people, and if you, they didn't have protein powder, yeah, they didn't have protein powder. They didn't have all this stuff. And it was like, but that's exactly true. Like they didn't have protein powder. They didn't have all this stuff that makes it more complex. And once you understand that um, the industry has become more about money and you can steer away from that and go back to the basics of how your body truly works, once you're able to go back down to that, then um, getting into, you know, your ideal shape becomes really, really simple and easy. Wow. That, that's, that's awesome. It, it, there's a science to everything, you know, that's just how it is with bodybuilding. There's definitely a science to everything. Oh, totally. But you have to, you have to, you have to do your part. You have to focus on the details as my friend Jason Koontz would say, and you have to really work at it that's and true. you have to, you have to get over those mountains or AK obstacles because you're going to face them with every new path you take, every new venture you go on. Um, but anyway, Gabe Wells, um, you're 16, almost 17. By the way, when are you turning 17? I'm turning 17 on July 7th. So I think it's in like two okay. and a half weeks here. Well, how about this? Happy early birthday. Thank you so much. Okay. You're 16, almost 17. Uh, you've accomplished so much for you know being 16. You've done a lot. You're making money. You're an influencer. Um, but what are your future dreams and aspirations with all, with all that you've done, even at this young age? Like, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a bodybuilder like Dwayne Johnson, an author, or do you want to be the, the next Gary V? Um, this is, is actually pretty interesting. This is something I was thinking about the other day. I, uh -huh. you know, when I first started making money, you know, success and progress is a huge motivator. 
And I was like, I like this whole making money. I like all of, you know, seeing my bank account and my PayPal. I like seeing more money in there. <laughs> and I was like, but then over these past few months, I was like, you know what? There's so much more to life than just that. And one of there my, is. yeah, one of my goals has always been to own a gym, like own a full on big gym. And I wanted it to be like a super nice gym that costs a lot of money because, oh yeah, you can make more money. But then recently I'm like, you know what? It doesn't need to be the most flashiest thing in the world. But one thing that I do want is I want to impact people with my life and I want to motivate and inspire people to not only gain confidence, but also become the best possible versions of, of themselves that they can be. So I think in this, that's gym, what I'm doing this podcast for. Oh yeah, no, totally, man. I mean, I'm that same purpose. Exactly. And in this gym, mm-hmm. I want to have like, um, in the back, I want there to be like a huge back wall and I want people's like before and after pictures to, you know, kind of fill Ooh. up that back wall. And I want it to like, literally, I'm talking thousands of different, you know, people's wow. results. And I just want to impact as many people as I possibly can. So that's, well, it's kind of my goal. Yeah, you have a dream. Mm-hmm. You have a dream, you have a vision or an aspiration, you pursue it. That's basically what the main takeaway and topic is from this. You, you, you have a dream, you have an aspiration, go for it. Because you're the one who's going to, you know, going to decide how it starts, not maybe necessarily how it ends, but how it starts. You're the person who's going to decide how it's going to be quick started, how it's going to get from point A to point B. It starts with you, it starts with your work ethic, and it starts with what and it starts with what kind of goals you want to set for yourself. It's totally true. I mean, work ethic, you just touched on work ethic. Work <laughs> ethic was yes. something that I had to really, really work at because, you know, I used to dread like workouts for baseball. I used to dread mm-hmm. that. And then when that, I was like, when I realized like, oh, I need to start not only eating better, but also um, make time for these workouts every single day. I was like, <laughs> this is, this is something that's actually really serious. I mean, now I know that you don't even need to work out every single day because your body yeah. values recovery more than it does actually working out. But how many um, days should you, should you work out a week? Cause with me, I usually do five to six. How many days should you work out or how many do I? Should you work out? Okay. So you should, it depends on your goals because if somebody's training for, let's say like fat loss, then they should work out three times per week because your body's, you know, you're intaking less nutrients. So when your muscles get fatigued, you have less nutrient nutrients to, you know, uh, build them back up again and recover them. Mm-hmm. So I would say three to four days a week would be the prime area for fat loss. I think for muscle building, you can get away with five to six because you're going to be, okay. you know, you're going to be intaking more protein, more nutrients, um, more carbs. So your glycogen and your muscles are going to be replenished and the protein is going to rebuild the muscle fibers. So you can get away with five to six and still be uh, properly recovered. If you're, okay. in, if you're trying to build muscle. Well, okay. Yeah. I do about five. Cause I'm always, I'm, my goal is always trying to build muscle. You know, I want to look strong. I want to be strong and know I'm strong. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of people too. They, they're like, mm-hmm. they have like a basic um, concept of what they want in their mind. But when I, when I do this one-on-one training with people, it's like, you have to kind of dig deeper into what their goal really is. And like the motive, the motivation for their goal, um, to really understand what their true goal is, because some people are like, Oh, I want to gain muscle. Okay, cool. But like, like why? Because that's going to determine how, how you're going to train, how often you're going to train, how, you know, there's so many different factors and, um, you know, diving into their motivation for why they want to get into, into that ideal shape is really important. Right, right. Um, so uh, I know we kind of got carried away, but what were, what, what are you saying? So your future dreams and aspirations would definitely be to start a gym soon. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to open up my own gym. I want to have. I picture like the big CTM logo. I also actually, mm-hmm. this is another thing that I haven't really talked about, but I'll just put it out here for everybody. Yeah, um, go ahead. With all this knowledge that I've gained from you know making money online and starting these online businesses, I actually want to have like 
kind of a mentorship program and another business that actually just teaches people how to make money online. Because my business, my original motive for making, you know, this money online and stuff was like, I just want to make more money to put more advertising towards CTM. And then I realized, wait a second, I'm putting more advertising towards CTM and I still am making more money. So I was like, this can just be built up as another income stream. And now I might not even have to get a job as a teenager or anything like that. Cause mm-hmm. I, um, or even go to college. That's, you know, we'll, we'll see, man, hopefully that's the goal. But um, <laughs> I was, I told, you know, it's quite interesting. Cause I told my, my parents, they told me, they were like, you don't need to get a job if you don't want to. Um, both my parents have good jobs and everything like that. So it's not like I mm-hmm. was in a position where I had to get a job, but I absolutely hate taking money from anybody. So even my parents offered to pay Same. me for anything. Yeah. I just like, I don't yeah, want to do Yeah, that's me it. too. That's why I got a job this summer. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to take their money. So my big thing was like, oh, I'm going to get a job. Um, and I mean, obviously this whole coronavirus thing kind of opened up new opportunities for me, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to get a job and that's how I'm going to pay for my CTM advertising. And then, you know, I found some things that I could do instead online. And I was like, well, this actually is working out a lot better than a job would have for me. So um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to start like a, another business where I teach people how they can make money online, how they can literally make money sitting at home and how they can be sleeping and wake up and their bank account have, you know, $500 more than it did the night before. So it's like, yeah, it's really simple too. So. Yeah. That, wow. That, and you're totally right about that. You know, if you want to, yes, things you, you may not, it, cause it's hard for teenagers to get jobs now because of everything. So maybe you can't get a, a job working at CBS or Mickey D's or whatever. Hey, maybe, start drop shipping or maybe pursue the uh, path to becoming a certified trainer like you. Yeah. Look totally. at the bright side of things like you were saying, cause there's always a positive with something. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. It totally is. I agree. Totally. And I mean, the cool thing too, is for people that want to get into like personal training, personal training is really, it's like a passion based um, job. Like you're not going to get mm-hmm. random people that don't like, you know, working out and all this stuff in personal training. Like the people that want to become personal trainers are passionate about what they do. And I think that that's super mm-hmm. important, not just for, you know, teenagers that are looking to make money, but I mean, really anybody is that the key to, you know, making money and being happy about it is retaining that passion and maintaining that, you know, consistent passion every single day. And I think if you can find something where you're able to keep that passion, then you're going to benefit from that in the long run and you're not going to get burnt out. So that's really important. Because mm-hmm. I heard, yeah, I heard Gary V say, you would rather uh, do something that you're passionate about and make $87,000 per year instead of doing something that you're not passionate about and make $110,000 per year, because in the end, your passion and your, in the, in your time that, that you, uh, because your time is valuable. So the time that you use to mentor people or build people up, that's going to be more valuable than $110,000 salary, you know, every year. It's totally true. And I mean, money, like I, like I was saying earlier, like there's so much more to life than money. There's so, and I mean, mm-hmm. one thing for me was like, I, you probably hear the question, money doesn't buy happiness. Well, for a little mm-hmm. while, I was actually, as much as I hate to admit it, I was thinking, you know what? Money is making me happy. I like making more money. I like making all this <laughs> stuff. But I realized that happiness is not the feeling that we need to be chasing as human beings. The feeling that we need to be chasing is fulfillment. And what gives you that fulfillment in life? Like, it's not just finding your life's purpose, but what makes you feel satisfied when you go to bed at night? And mm-hmm. if you're- Your passion. Exactly. It's your passion. If you're able to find that, then you're really, you're one of the lucky ones on this earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, as we start winding down here, we're going to get into our last question, and it's probably one of the most important questions, but I just want to say that this episode has gone smooth so far. Thank you for um, just uh, the message that you've given to teenagers, and I know I say that this podcast is, the main audience is teenagers, but when someone uh, who's not a teenager hears this podcast, hopefully they can get their 
butt off the couch and go uh, get fit just like you want to do. Oh, totally. Um, so that's that's something I really want to happen. But um, oh, and I was going to say, whenever you start the gym, let me know because I usually go to San Diego, you know, once every other year. So when I'm down in San Diego and you have that gym open, man, I'd love to hit a workout with you. For sure. That would be, that'd be great, man. Yeah, that'd be a dream come true. But anyway, man, wanting down here, last question. Um, uh, what's, what message uh, slash advice uh, could you give youngsters our age about chasing our dreams and aspirations or really just anyone in general? I think, yeah, I think the biggest piece of advice that I can give is you need to be persistent and you need to not take no for an answer because that's what my dad said. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause a lot of times, um, especially in today's society, you know, we are surrounded with like school and um, society kind of paints the picture of what our life should look like, but mm-hmm. maybe that's not you. Maybe you want to go down a different path. Maybe you find fulfillment in something else and just find, you know, find your passion, find what interests you. And then really just dive deeper into that um, constantly educate yourself and then don't take no for an answer. You got to be persistent uh, when people are telling you that you can't do it and you got to constantly find a way to do it. You know, if you're standing in front of the wall and the wall is just like there, you got to find a way around the wall. You got to find a way to get over the wall. Yeah. Just get Maybe on the kick other it side. down or get a sledgehammer. Yeah. Just get on the other side. And then, you know, once, once you're, once you're there, you're going to have difficult times, you know, anything that's easy in life is not worth it. You got to go after the hard mm-hmm. things. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that's what's worth it. And um, that resilience is really going to get you where you want to be. So that would be my, right, like a- that'd be my piece of advice. Uh-huh. Wow, that's amazing. Like, I wanted this podcast to grow. Um, I wanted uh, many different people to hear, not just in, in Bakersfield, but across California, even across the U.S. And and I chase that. Yes, some episodes are better than others. Like, I would look at a certain episode and it would have way more views than the other episode. But I would say, you know what? I'm going to get another guest. I'm going to get a new topic. And I'm going to entertain the masses where this, this podcast can grow, a message can be heard, and just people can be inspired. Yeah. I totally, mm-hmm. I mean, I applaud you for going after it, man. Cause I mean, you and me, you. we're in the same, we're kind of in the same boat with this. Whole we are. Going after that's why I'm really season. happy. Yeah. You're on this episode. Totally. I mean, I thank you so much for having me on here. I know I said it in the beginning, but it's truly an honor. And uh, thank you so much for reaching out to me and just, you know, allowing me to come on and be a part of this. Of course. And as, as we've been talking about before, like new uh, our doors will shut and that means new doors are open. So yes, season one, this is the last episode. It, that me I could just be done, be satisfied with where I'm at, but no, I want to really make this podcast grow. So it's going to open up a new door for me to start episode uh, or season two. So uh, I'm just really stoked about that. And I know there's going to be challenges in the way, but I know that we're all placed on this earth by the Lord above for a purpose. So, and if my purpose is to um, inspire people with podcasting or any, or with guests, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, I wish you the best of luck, you know, um, along mm-hmm. this entire journey. So nothing but good vibes mm-hmm. going your way. I like it, man. Good vibes. But um, anyway, for the for the masses that are listening, what's your Instagram? How can they follow you on TikTok? By the way, he has over 100K followers on TikTok. Pretty famous. Maybe he'll be more famous than Troy D'Amelio one day. I hope he is. Uh, <laughs> where can they contact you? Where can they see you? Where can they be entertained? Okay, so my personal Instagram um, that has over 10,000 followers currently and actually my TikTok. Bingo. Yeah, and my TikTok. It's the same exact username. It is GabeWells07. So it's G-A-B-E-W-E-L-L-S and then zero and then seven. Um, that basically has links to, you know, CTM training, my business, all that stuff. If you guys shoot me a DM and you want to, you know, have a conversation, you just want to talk to me, you want to get to know me, or maybe you have inquiries about, you know, your own podcast, or you just want to, I mean, really anything. I, I answer most of my DMs. 
So he does. So it's true. That's how I'm here now. Yeah, exactly. So just send me over, <laughs> send me over a DM, my Instagram, my TikTok are the exact same thing. Um, exact same username. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. And do you get a lot of DMs usually? I would, um, you know, I would say I get a pretty decent amount. Uh, it mm-hmm. kind of depends. Cause you know, with TikTok, it's like, I mean, TikTok, the way that the algorithm works is like some days I only gain like a hundred followers, but other days I've had days where I've gained like five to 10,000. So it's like, geez. yeah. So it's like on those days, obviously I get more Instagram follows, more DMs and all that stuff. But, um, I get at least 10 DMs per day, I'd say. Okay. And, uh, yeah, folks, please follow his, uh, his TikTok, GabeWells07. That's how I discovered him. That's how I thought his videos were funny. And that's how I said, you know what? This guy would be cool if he was on the, on the podcast. So, um, yeah, man, it's been a fun. It's, it's been a fun finale episode. Definitely has. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I wish you the best of luck with whatever you do, um, whether training, whether writing books. I'll definitely check out your book. Um, and TikTok, whatever it is, man, I wish you the best luck. And yes, there's going to be obstacles, but we're going to get over them if we have the right attitude, if we, if we have resilience, and we keep our eye on the prize. Definitely. You're 100% correct with that. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it too. But anyway, that is it, folks. That is it for season one. Been an amazing season. I just want to say that when I started season one, I didn't think I would be sitting down here with a kid like me, similar in a sense where he's starting new things, has a passion for doing things that probably not every uh, teenager does. But uh, yeah, it's come a far way. Please stay tuned. Hope you really enjoyed season one. We're going into season two. Going to have new guests, crazy guests. Um, But I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened, everyone who supported. More coming your way. And God bless you, Gabe Wells. Thank you so much, man. You too. Thank you. All right.